0: In an absolutely fantastic episode of Bardock. Uh Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, good morning. Happy Thursday, happy Friday, happy Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Whenever it is you're listening to this, I hope it is the absolute best day ever. Okay, so for those of you who are watching this or listening to this, you might hear the background is a little bit different. Um, I'm not filming this when I normally film this. I'm currently on my parents' porch it's like my favorite place in the entire world is sitting on my parents' porch and it was too nice to be inside today and the way that the sun is about to set it was like the perfect light and i didn't have to use my ring light so i thought why not go outside and considering where we were a year ago that could be funny um that we weren't we were locked inside so now we're outside so anyways. Um, yeah, I wanted to be out on the porch, which means you'll probably hear me talk to my neighbors from time to time if anyone comes by. Um, so this is just how it's going to go. Okay. Um, guys, it has been a year of bar talk, which is wild. So I actually wanted to release this the day that this is coming out. Um, let me pull up my phone really quick. So I don't actually know the dates off the top of my head. So Hello. <laughs> So, the date that this is coming out is um, March 25th. I wanted this to come out on March 19th, which was like the official one year anniversary. Um, and unfortunately, that's Addie across the street, uh, Gorman's. Addie has made an appearance on Bar Talk. Um, Anyways, I wanted to release it on Friday, but, um, I kind of told you guys with my work schedule kind of picking up, um, it meant that, you know, things were kind of getting more crazy and I'm trying to still figure out this schedule. So I couldn't release it last week, but it's okay. Cause I think it was meant to be released this week. So it's all good. So thank you guys for, um, giving me grace and doing all this jazz. Okay. Um, got some dog, some doggy issues, I think. How are you? Good. Good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> there are a lot of dogs on the block today. Okay, Um. what am I drinking? So I actually wanted to tell you guys what I was drinking earlier today um so i am in bridgeport and we just not we i'm not a part of this they just opened up this new place called bad owl rotisserie god i'm really bad with words right now hold on let me figure out because this drink was like seriously one of the best coffee drinks i think i've ever had um Bad owl coffee. So it's on Morgan and they had this banana cold brew guys. Oh my goodness. It is amazing. Um, they have three locations. Um, and guys, just let me tell you the banana, the banana cold brew was like the best thing I've ever had. So you should get a banana cold brew. If you are a coffee fan, I think you would really appreciate it okay so before we kind of dive in to today's um conversation um guys i have so much gratitude gratitude towards all of you um because none of this is possible without you guys i think you know i could i know i've said it before and i'll say it again but like i can sit and talk to myself on a microphone and no one listens um but you guys are listening and watching and sharing and telling people and writing reviews. And it, it means more to me than I think you guys will ever understand. So from the bottom of my heart, seriously, thank you so very much. We got some babies coming by. Um, yeah. So thank you for coming and sitting at my bar with me and having a drink with me and it's uh it's been really great and i'm so happy that we're doing this and i don't know what the next year has in store but i look forward to seeing what that next year looks like so stay tuned to be determined yeah some good things coming hello hi bud Oh my God. Adorable. Okay. All right. So before we go into today's guest guys, let me tell you about our sponsors. Okay. So, um, I'm hoping to go to opening day. Spring is in the air guys. I'm sitting on my porch filming this right now. It's absolutely glorious. The sun is setting. It's like Almost 70 degrees right now. I'm in a sports bra for the love of Liza. I mean, it's great. Um, so with spring, I think sometimes comes a little bit of a new wardrobe, and I'm thinking a new purse. And you guys know me, I love the purses by Margot Page. It is the handbag for all year round, made with durable and recycled materials. Guys, I get compliments all the time. I'm really excited to be able to bust out the crossbody fringe bag for opening day weekend to be able to actually like go out again and not need like a big bag even though I love my clear tote bag so guys Margot page is going to give you 10% off your next order using coupon code or code coupon code using code bar talk 10 so guys head on over to their Instagram account which is Margot underscore page or you can head to their website which is margopage.com. don't forget to use promo code bar talk 10 to get 10% off your next order okay and lastly, I love a candle. Can't really light a candle outside right now just because it's so windy and breezy and beautiful, okay? But with the no- the new warm, gorgeous weather, with potentially having parties at people's houses again, um, it means giving them giving your friends, you know, a nice little housewarming gift. And I think the best housewarming gift to give is a candle. Okay. I think it is meaningful. I think it is warm. I think it, you know, kind of lights the soul inside of you. And guys, that's what L Y W candles does. So we actually almost I just texted Hannah today. Um we almost were pretty much sold out at Shinnex, with our um, order that we got from her. We ordered a hundred candles and we only have 10 more left, which is wild to think about. So guys, head on over to LYW Candles Instagram account or their website, which is LYWCandles.com and pick up some candles for the season ahead, okay? Um, You are going to use promo code BARTALK20 to get 20% off your next order. Um, I think a candle is just the absolute best gift to give. Um, Some of my absolute favorites that Hannah has, I love the Celine um, and I love the Solange, but... um, I really love the Rainy Woods. Um, with the Rainy Woods it has some green leaves, lily and white birch, and it just smells like a nice forest. Nice, crisp outside smells. I think I love, that's what I'm, as I'm saying this right now, I'm outside. So that's what makes sense. So guys, come on, go on over to lywcandles.com. Don't forget to use promo code BARTALK20. Okay, now, our guest today I wanted to go back to the beginning of Bar Talk. So to me, only made sense to reach out to Miss Madison Cuckoo to have Miss Madison Cuckoo be the guest. Hello. (laughs) To have uh, Miss Madison Cuckoo interview me, okay? So um, I don't know if I've actually ever like fully told the story, but when I was thinking about starting this a little over a year ago now, the first person I reached out to was Madison. And I called her and I said, I have this idea. Will you just go with it? And she said, what? And I said, I just need you to go with it, please. And with the one year mark coming, I thought it would be pretty cool to flip the to flip the roles so madison got to interview me and we got to reflect on this last year and what i've learned and what's to come and who my dream guest would be one day and a year of reflection but also a year of looking ahead and a year of you know being fully present in the moments and appreciating the small the smaller moments, the the ordinary moments actually become the extraordinary moments is what I'm learning. So guys, get ready for me to get interviewed by Madison Cuckoo. <laughs> okay, so grab your drink. Um, I'm drinking. You'll find out in the interview ahead what I'm drinking. For the rest of the evening today, I'll probably be drinking water. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, get ready for Miss Madison Cuckoo to interview me, myself, and I. Woohoo! Here we go. Here we go. Um I waited to light my candle before you came because we don't need to set my house on fire again. That's going to be the ongoing joke probably until the day I die. Um oh god i wish you were here well i wish you were here for so many reasons obviously but
1: what do they, what does this, this candle smell like yeah. so
0: this is in honor of the good old pub uh it's slancha and we got some rosemary sage mahogany tea wood and whiskey and it just smells like a really like sexy man but not a douchebag oh
1: that's what we're shooting for
0: exactly
1: Um, well, should we get into this?
0: I was going to say, I'm ready if you are. Um, I'm (laughs) so, I'm so excited. Like,
1: what are you cheersing for the one year?
0: I think, uh, well, I'll say this. I'm drinking a, um, cherry bomb and I think we're cheersing to, um, like one year down, but like, God, who knows how many more to go?
1: (laughs) I think that sounds accurate to me. I have my signature. I've got Park Gin, which is a gin that's made right here in Banff. Which okay. right in the mountains, mixed with Perrier and then frozen fruit instead of ice. That's my thing. That's a signature move.
0: I think it's a healthy move, too.
1: Jet's about to start chewing his toy. He's cheering along. Okay. Cheers <laughs> to a year.
0: Cheers, <laughs> cheers to a year.
1: Mm. okay oh that's well here is where i wanted to start jenna okay you rewind the clock a year ago today i was your first guest Mm -hmm. you set the bar you started with a very low bar (laughs) stop it it. i was your first guest on Mm -hmm. what began as a weekly instagram live because we're think about this, a year ago, COVID is just a thing. We have no idea what our lives are going to look like or how we're going to occupy ourselves. Right. Jenna Dettleston is sitting there thinking, I need to make a contribution. I need to do something with all of this fire in my heart and in my soul. Talk to me about your initial vision at that time of what you thought talk was.
0: Um, oh God, Madison, you're going to leave me speechless today, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Um, I think initially I thought bar talk could be a fun way for us to still feel like we are still together. Mm -hmm. I think when, and, and again, it's like, I'm a, I'm a person who can give logic to a lot of things in life. Um, I could not logically explain what I felt inside of me. And I knew that I wasn't going to have a job. I knew that I was going to be at home for a very long time. And I remember people kind of brushing it off, like, you're going to go back to work in like two weeks. I was like, no, I'm not. And I thought if I can't bartend, but I still want to be around people I think this is it. So again, I think the initial idea of Bar Talk was like, let's just all be together, even if that means we're all at home together.
1: I'd forgotten that element. It was about, it was about the connection Mm -hmm. and your niche and your real strength is that connection behind the bar. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so you brought that home via, at the time, Instagram Live. So yeah. next question, when did you know that bar talk was more than a weekly Instagram Live that we all waited for in anticipation of who the next guest was and what in the heck they were gonna say and what you were gonna get them to say? Um, when did you know, what? at what point was it like, okay, bar talk is more than that?
0: Do you mean more than it of like, it got bigger than I thought or like the conversations had?
1: Ooh, okay, let's start first with more than just Instagram Live that you were gonna okay produce pieces, but then yeah, that it was more, well. I think it's a lot in being a connection be a Yeah, connection.
0: Um, um, but let's start there. Okay, so I would say um, I think one of everyone's like favorite guest has always been Brian Luce. People love Brian, and when I wanted to get Brian on, I just wanted Brian on. And when Brian was like, no, LaRoyce owes me a favor. How about he goes on first? And he was guest number like six or five. And I remember doing that show being like, I have lost complete control over this entire interview. It is gone, it is out the window. I don't care, let's just roll with it and see what happens. Um,
1: before it got started
0: oh my god yeah but I I think it was after that that interview where my phone blew up afterwards um I had like 30 text messages within like 30 seconds it felt like and then Brian talked to LaRoyce and then he called me afterwards and he was like Jenna he said it was like one of the most fun interviews he's ever done he loved it he didn't feel like he was being interviewed and I think that was that was the interview that I was like Okay. Okay. I think, I think we got something here. Like, let's just keep going. But I think that was the interview that I was like, okay, we got something. We got something.
1: So you already, like, I think that is the moment, a moment and a guest that will forever yeah. send out to you. It, it is that. And I remember the feeling watching it, um, where it really took a turn talking to Brian and then him bringing Royce into the mix. And it it was like, whoa, this is really powerful. So when you first made those initial decisions, like on the production side of things, when you first made those initial, yeah, you were going to produce what would turn into a podcast, a video series, um, the different directions you took. What was most like intimidating about that as opposed to what you'd gotten used to and were rocking at the Instagram lives?
0: Um, I could see my numbers falling and I'm not a numbers person, but you have to look at trends. And I just remember being like, if I'm annoyed, everyone's annoyed. So that was my initial thought. So I was like, okay. This doesn't make, it is not like a sustainable lifestyle to do this every day. Like, it's just, it just wasn't, you know, and like, I needed to like take care of myself too. And I wasn't doing that. So I remember being like, okay, let's do it podcast style. And like, I knew nothing about podcasting, like nothing, like absolutely nothing. So I took that like time off and ended up taking like a podcasting course of like, what Platform to upload to. What does it look like? Your research, your schedule, your this, your that, like all of the behind the scenes stuff that I was like, I need to set this up because I still eventually have to work, like need to live. Um, But once I think I was able to like transition into that, um, but it was hard because like even my, thank you, Jasper just tasted my drink this week and he said he really likes it.
1: Subtle plug for the drink of the week.
0: Subtle plug for the drink of the week. Um, no, but so, um, I'm just, where are we going back? Talk with, uh, the podcasting. Oh yeah. Like I even look at like when I, how I first started editing the podcast to how I edit it now. And it's very different. So it's just like, you're always evolving.
1: I didn't even know you had taken that course. So I think that's really epic and really cool. And how awesome that it like forced you because you knew you're to something to really elevate yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jenna. So
1: I don't think I ever call you that also. I don't know what I call you, but I never call you by your full first name. So maybe I, I don't know.
0: Maybe I don't just... know. I think, I honestly think you and I just talk where we don't even ever say each
1: other's right name. talk. We, at least we, we could call each other worse. So we're off to a good start. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So you so ever cautiously lit the candle, also subtle plug, after we started talking here today. Yes. And the reason that you did that is because episode what? What number do you remember?
0: Um, That was with Bria Anderson. I think that was episode, I was literally just looking at this. So that's, this is funny that we're talking about this. I think it was like 50, <laughs> was it 50 it was episode 50 oh good
1: it was it was a big one
0: it was a big one Um, yeah
1: so you nearly burn your place down and we all see it live on video um thank you for sharing that by the way you see Mm -hmm. that like sheer panic rush through your face and it prompted me to wonder you've alluded a little bit here to what it means to dig deep and connect and tell people's stories but what about telling mean- meaningful stories gives you that same
0: rush you had <laughs> that day when the plants caught fire behind you? Um, I think it's that you just never know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And I think that goes back to being a bartender and why I don't know if I'll ever stop bartending. Like I had this realization the other day, um, being a bartender keeps you on your toes and it's the one job I feel where you are always actively listening just to listen. You're not listening to respond. And I think the beauty of that is um, I end up having conversations with people that I would have never thought I would have. Like I could look at them and be like, you know, we don't want to judge a book by its cover, but we always do. Don't mean to. We try to be better. Um but I think that's what it is. It's it's the books that you wouldn't expect that you get the, the the like gold from.
1: So that's the rush.
0: That's the rush. Yeah, the rush is like, I could ask someone one question and I have no idea where it's going to take me. None. None, like zero. And then you just go there. Like, it's not the path that I was intending to take, but it's the path we're taking and we're going to go, you know? And so I think that's been the beauty of the rush of asking people questions kind of like the rush of almost setting my goddamn house on fire um, was uh, you don't know where it's going to take you. You don't know the beauty or the madness that could come with it.
1: And I think that it has to do, there's parallels there with bar talk as well. Like yeah. you started as these Instagram lives because you wanted to connect and you had zero I mean you probably had a bit of an inclination it's a project you wanted to do for a long time yeah. you really had zero concept of how it would be um responded to or taken on and now how other people would really own it as their own so I think yeah. that's that's pretty cool mm-hmm. um what if you had to identify like obviously that's a pleasant surprise yeah yeah you had to identify what surprised you most along the way of the journey. Um, and I'm not going to give you any like examples of what I might be getting at here. But what would you say? Like, what has been the most surprising?
0: Hmm. Oh, God. I think, and this sounds a little sad, but I think the most surprising part to me, um, has been realizing that not everyone is in your corner and that's a really, oh God, my heart's a little heavy saying that right now, but like, that's a really tough lesson that I don't think anyone prepares you for in life. I think, um, I'm a person who like, likes to believe the best in people and likes to believe the best in everyone. Um, I think it's my superpower sometimes with your superpower, though, can also be your kryptonite, um, is that you don't always view the other side of the coin. And I think, you know, and it's not to say that, like, I've had, I have literally, like, the best core people in my life, like, you know, but I think um, what's been the most um, eye-opening and, like, life, like, the hardest life lesson that I learned is, like, not everyone is going to be on the journey with you.
1: And that's okay.
0: And it is okay.
1: It's okay to continue along the journey with those who support and take lessons and wisdom and experience from those who don't continue on, um, but we're maybe a part of it at one time.
0: Yeah, so true.
1: Life and podcasting when it all crosses over.
0: It always does, man. And like the most beautiful way too. Okay. Lighter, lighter, potentially fun, but potentially traumatic topic. Okay.
1: Uh, to be honest and in a time when maybe you got carried away on the bar talk and you were super hungover the next day.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes is the answer. Um,
1: oh my God had or not I said be
0: honest and name a time name a time I mean I will say the one the first time that comes to mind was the day after interviewing LaRoyce (laughs) Um, I was living with my two former roommates at the time and we got smashed like dancing on the kitchen counter smashed Um, which I probably shouldn't say if my old landlord is listening to this right now but I felt so bad because the guy who I interviewed the next day was uh, Cam Smith. And I just flat out said to him, I was like, Cam, I am so violently hung over that I am fearful if I drink, I will puke doing this. It's not happening. He's like, Jenna, it's fine. I was like, I know what I feel bad. So that was probably the one time where it was like, ooh, ooh, I would say that for sure. Ooh, we went a little bit too far. A little bit too far, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, thanks for your honesty there.
0: Anytime. Um,
1: a year into it, we're marking the one-year anniversary bar talk today.
0: Yeah.
1: What is next that you can tell us about? Like, what are you sitting there being like, this is what I'm working on. This is my next angle.
0: Ooh. Um, I don't want to, like, fully give it away, Ooh. but – because I think um a good businesswoman never shows you her next what 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 her next hand's gonna be. We'll say that. But I will say um that the like I think the the core of what bar talk is will always be the same. Um, no matter where it goes in a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, ten years. Like that's kind of what I'm hoping. Maybe even longer than that, if God, you know, has it in the plans. Um But I think I really want to, like, dive more into um, not only, like, the people we have on, but, like, myself as well. So, like, diving into, um, you know, why we as human beings do things the way we do them. You know, I think in this last year for myself, I have done this thing where whenever something bothers me or I get, like, triggered by something instead of pointing the finger and and saying like, why I hate, I don't like this person. I'm always like, what don't you like inside? Like something about that person triggered something in you that you haven't dealt with within you. So I think that was a, that's been a part of Bar Talk that I didn't see coming was the like introspection. Is that the word? I'm like on myself, you know? Um, So I'm hoping that we, I, I can do that more with, everyone who comes on
1: that's taking it to the whole other a whole other level well don't like going to a bar I I know I've heard you talk about this before about the kind of almost therapy well it is it it is is therapy therapy but like you take on as a bartender and I think it's just a really natural fit for bar talk because you take on that responsibility as a great listener, but also of hearing someone's full experience and giving feedback and whatever else. So I I think that's a really natural transition for bar talk to turn into.
0: Yeah. I do it's too.
1: Not all light and fluffy and hangovers and and crazy mixed drinks.
0: I think it's part of it, but I think that there is there's more to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I agree.
1: Okay. Well in the spirit of finding soul searching and being introspective and all these other parts let's manifest it yeah time next year when we're doing the two-year anniversary and you've gotten too big and important to have me as your guest or as your um guest host who will you have had on as a dream guest to tell their story to ask questions
0: to share a drink with my dream guest is Julie Andrews. Wow, that's, that's such a fun one. Um, and I know it's a little strange, but she reminds me of my grandmother, like her elegance and her poise. And I think she's just a woman that like, she like she just knows a lot. She knows a lot about life and I wanna know more about life. Um, I'd love to have her on, like would absolutely love to have her on. Um, my other dream guest, that I think would be very, um, I think would be so powerful as Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson, who's the shortstop for the Chicago White Sox. I just think what he's doing, um, not only for baseball, but for like the South side of Chicago, um, he doesn't seem like the guy who's doing it for their recognition, but it's because of that, that he deserves, t- I mean, he's already highlighted because he's a great athlete, but I think it's what he does off the field is what sets them apart. So those would be like my like two, as of right now, dream guest, we'll say.
1: For this year coming. I think yeah. those sound attainable, manifest. The universe has heard it and the next person listening has heard it and might hook you up.
0: Who knows, so hopefully. Towards it. Fingers crossed.
1: Um, I kind of want to end on like, well, that's a powerful ending. I would love to end on the, and you talked about it at the start about finding the balance um, because the digital space can be tough. It's 24 hours, seven days a week, 365, moves super quick. There's a lot of noise to break through. Um, How do you, in doing a lot of this work on yourself and digging really deep, how do you plan to navigate that moving forward and really like really hone in on the balance and hone in on who you are as a human and then as a result being able to show up the fullest version of yourself in your content?
0: Yeah. Um, That's a question that I've been asking myself a lot too, actually like a lot lately because um, I think what I have learned is um, I can't give to others unless I give to myself first. It's that, it's that, you know, simple analogy of you're on an airplane, you put your mask on first before you put on the person next to you. Um, So I think as uh, we're kind of re going back into society again, and this is growing more and I don't know what's coming next. The one thing that I think is very important for me that I've learned is like um, in the moment and like in the day, like I have to find, even if it's like five minutes for like just me. Cause the email is gonna be there. The tweet I need to respond back to is gonna be there. The video editing is never gonna end. The finding guest is never gonna end. Like it's like it's a it's a continuous list. So mm-hmm. instead of like being so upset with myself for not getting it done at 12 o'clock, you know, like and this was actually something that a guest said. It was Bria Anderson. She's like, I have to give myself grace. So I think the one thing that I've been doing a lot lately with myself has been just like, you know, it'll get done when it needs to get done. Give yourself grace. And just make sure you're taking care of yourself first.
1: You've got that right. Mm-hmm. That sounds fabulous to me. Well, I am personally stoked to see what Talk turns into as it moves forward. I'm stoked about where it's at now. I know I've given you all my love and support around your drink, drink of the week. Made the sangria. Nailed it um <laughs> you haven't had a sip of your drink of the week since we've been talking so I'll it's about halfway done a reminder. <laughs> that's the kind of i'm a guilter like my grandma like why wow, are you having fun get my grandma's signature line get it in you and get it working
0: I love grandma. When can I meet grandma? When I come and visit you.
1: <laughs> she is a legend I'm trying to get her to do a cooking show because she would nail it.
0: I believe um, but
1: yes, congrats on a fabulous year. And thank you for sharing all of your light with all of us. Um, we're all s- behind you and we all support it. And we all can't wait to be at Shinix the next time we're able to be and knock the roof off the place.
0: Oh, my God. We're going to have to call the cops beforehand to just be like, full disclosure, (laughs) it's going to be a long night. (laughs) All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Um, I wanted to kind of touch on a topic that Madison had asked me in the interview about the biggest thing I've learned this year. And I think I didn't, it's not that I answered it incorrectly, but I think there could have been a better way to answer it. So I want to answer it right here, right now. Um, The biggest thing I've learned this year is knowing who your people are. And that is really hard to figure out, is knowing who your people are. And my mom used to have this saying to me as a kid, and the saying was, um, would you rather have a hundred pennies or four quarters? And what it means is, would you, do you want the quality of friends or the quantity of friends? And uh, I would rather have the quality over the quantity. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't have a bunch of friends, you know? Um, But I think it's learning that certain people in your life get to know more than others. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that the other friendships that you have are not friendships, they're just different types of friendships. So I think this past year I've learned I've learned the quality of the people in my life, of the people who matter in my life. It's a tough realization to come to, but it's a beautiful realization to come to. Okay, so you guys had some questions for me. So the first Question: What are my thoughts with the White Sox and Tony La Russa this year? So, I am really curious to see how they play. Come like the first month of the year. Obviously, baseball baseball is a is a marathon, and I don't think people always realize that. Sometimes, um, I think if the Sox can figure out a way to beautifully blend old school with La Russa and new school with this like young team, I think it'll be a type of baseball that like we really haven't seen yet. And if we can do it, I think it'll be great. I think there'll be some bumps along the way. Um, but with those, you know, the storms, the bumps, um, that's where you become very skilled and knowledgeable. So I am very optimistic for this team. And um, I don't know if we'll necessarily like win the world series this year, as much as I want them to. Um, but I think it's going to be a really good year. And I think it will depend on, um, I think we'll be able to tell a lot about this team within the month. First two months of this season. But again, we have to remember too: like baseball is a long season guys. It's long game. So that's my thought. Okay. My thoughts on March madness. So we are entering the sweet 16. It's been quite an interesting (laughs) week, not even a week of March madness. Um, and where to begin, I guess we'll start with the fact that Loyola beat U of I. I'm actually, I'm not surprised, like at all, um, because I think what people are forgetting is that team, the Loyola seniors were freshmen when they went to the final four. And I think what y- the, the Ramblers had over the Illini is they just were more, they knew what to expect they were more prepared. They had done the dance before, whereas you of I hadn't. Um, It was actually really cool to see one of the guys, Lucas Williamson, who I got to like interview a while back for the coach's daughter when I used to write for them, um, you know, kind of do his thing and they did great. So um, there's that version of March Madness, but then there's the woman's side of March Madness. So if anyone has been living under a rock, let me inform you on what's going on. There was a viral TikTok video that went around showing the, or picture showing the difference between a woman's work weight room compared to a men's weight room. And I think like, you know, people like I go to Twitter. I have such a love hate relationship with Twitter. So I feel like everyone on Twitter reminds me of the scene in um, Sleeping Beauty, no Beauty and the Beast, where like all the villagers like come out with their pitchforks and they're like, raw and they like go at the people, but they don't actually like sit to think about like, what is happening? What's going on? Why is this happening? Blah, 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 blah. Um, but I'm not surprised. I don't know if people think that I should be surprised, but I'm not surprised. Um, being a former division two athlete. I mean, I saw it like all the time. Um, so you're just seeing it now. Um, I love that. I believe it was Dick's sporting goods finally gave the women, the facilities that they wanted and, or not that they, that they wanted the ones that they deserved. Um, but I hope that, you know, I'm like wishfully thinking, not actually believing that the NCAA is going to do anything about it because why would they do anything about it? They're still going to get money. You're still going to watch the NCAA March Madness Basketball is still going to be their most profitable event of the entire fucking year. Um, so, yeah, we can be the squeaky wheel. But are you going to be the squeaky wheel for a week? Or are you going to be the squeaky wheel for a full year and then a year after that and a year after that and a year after that? The squeaky wheel gets the oil. But how much are you going to squeak? So... You know, we squeaked enough for them to finally be like, okay, we got you for now, but there's still a lot of inequality. Um, I don't think people realize that they're like, the women aren't asking for more than the men. You're just asking for it to be even. That's it, just be even. I hope it happens because I think if you were to give women an even playing field, meaning like from the production side, you know, the number of different camera angles that you have like watch as you're watching march madness this year i want you to pay attention to the camera angles okay because this is the thing that i don't think people always understand is the camera angles for men they have the one that slides across the floor okay and then they have the one up in the sky and then they have the ones here and the ones here and then on the court so there's probably i don't know 10 cameras okay the woman's game might have five now as a viewer your eye enjoys the different types of camera angles what people don't also understand is with these bigger productions from the men's sides means more storytelling um more you know options for some maybe in-depth features and the women are more of just like quick blimps and highlights that's it so part of The equality of this is giving the women that too. People should know who these women are. So there's that. Um, I hope I'm not sounding like a Debbie Downer when saying that, but guys, this isn't new. It's not new. You're just seeing it now. You know? Um, Yep. So there's that. Okay um <laughs> next question um is brian Luce making a reappearance on the podcast maybe i would love that we'll see all right and then last oh god almighty um what are your thoughts on andy dalton coming to the bears hmm. well um this is my conclusion that i've come to with the bears the bears don't care about winning okay They don't, they never will, and here's why. So I talked about the White Sox earlier, okay? And this is all gonna make sense. In terms of the White Sox, when the White Sox want to be a profitable team, profitable business, because the White Sox are a business first and a team second, okay? They, The White Sox organization understands that in order for them to be profitable, they need to have a good quality team. So they get more fans in the stands, more people drinking booze, more people eating helmet nachos when the quality of the team is good, okay? I've seen it, I've been a Sox fan my whole life. We we wanna watch good baseball. We're not gonna watch shitty baseball, okay? Give me some good baseball, I'm gonna go to the stands, okay? I'm still gonna go to the stands when they're not great, but I'm not gonna go as much as I would if they're a great team, okay? Now, I did a quick little Google search the NFL's most valuable teams in 2020, how much is your favorite team worth? And this is from Forbes Magazine. Um, This article came out on September 10th of 2020, okay? Do you want to take a guess where our Chicago Bears fall? They fall at number seven. Their value is at $3.5 billion. That is billion with a B. Now, think about it. Why would the Bears put the energy and the money into creating a winning team when, from a business standpoint, they're already winning? They're the seventh, what is that, seventh most valuable team in the NFL. So Bears fans, I know this is an, isn't an answer we want to hear, But the Bears will never care about winning because guess what? They're still winning. They're winning by having money in their pockets every season. And guess what? We still line up to go into the stadium. We still line up in tailgate. We still line up to watch. They don't care. They're never going to care. So Andy Dalton, come to the Bears. I don't really care. I'm not a fan of it, but I'm also not surprised by it. And you shouldn't be either. So um, stop with the false positivity thinking that we're actually going to get something good because guess what? They don't care. They don't care. Rant done. All right, guys, that is today's episode. Thank you very much for listening on in. Thank you for listening to a year of Bar Talk. Um, I still can't believe it's been a year. I look forward to the year ahead. Um, The beauty of what lies ahead is, I don't know what lies ahead. The beauty of it is you just kind of go down the journey, um, take the road, and just, you know, whatever happens, happens. But I'm very happy to be doing this and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, yes, I would love it if you left a review. Reviews help more than you know. So give us a five star rating, write a little review, share it with your friends. Um, tell your coworker about Bar Talk. Tell your mom about Bar Talk. Tell your grandma about Bar Talk. I think grandma would like to be a part of Bar Talk with us or grandpa. Anyone. Show them how podcasts work. Okay. Works okay, guys? Um, But guys, take the time today to realize that we have way more in common with each other than we have different. I will see you next time. Take care.